This is the Uncensored Voice. No bullshit, just real shit. Discussing things that will stir the pot. Only here on the Uncensored Voice. With your host, Ricky Midnight. Make sure money's not wasted like that $55 million. guys, this is Ricky Midnight. If you subscribe to my channel, you'll be notified every single time I put a new video out there. Or you can subscribe to my channel, that way you'll know when not to watch my videos. But either way, if you subscribe, you'll know. Hey guys, this is Ricky Midnight. Welcome back to the second half of us discussing why people are so short-tempered with each other nowadays. But I just, I feel like a lot of the things that are happening are residual. We're already stressed out. Then we're being fed the nonsense um, you know, a narrative that, uh, well, these guys are oppressing you. They're holding you down. This is, this is Trump. Trump did this. Trump and his racist, crony, white Republican, you know, that's the way it is. And, you know, I have to tell you, the Republicans did quite well with women of color, you know, Hispanic mm-hmm. women of color in this, in Texas. Yeah. And it's because we're tired. We're fed up. I'm tired of hearing how great Biden is. You know how bad I wanted to say, and I couldn't because it was my supervisor, but you know how bad I wanted to say, you are completely ridiculous. You have not you're done your un- homework. You're an uninformed Yes. I'm like, go read <laughs> yeah. something that's mm-hmm. not the onion, please. Mm-hmm. You know, um, inform yourselves, educate yourselves. Um, I just, I think that, you know, the, the, and it, having a lot of road rage and a lot of, um, you know, crime going up and, and things of that nature, it, it's, it's circular. It's not just the narratives. It's not just the economy, you know, People don't want to work anymore right now. There's mm-hmm. no incentive to, okay? Of course not. You know, I could go to my job and make $26 an hour, and they could go to McDonald's and make 20 yeah. And what I do is going to kill people if I make a bad decision. Mm-hmm. If they make, mess up, they burn your fries, you yeah. know? Um, and and they, so, usually, they usually mess up. Yeah, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, but, you know, you see a lot of property crimes go up. You see a lot of the, you know, the, like I think McManus was saying the other day, um, and or the sheriff's department was saying something like um, that they had seen an uptick in in crime and and you know and that it, it, it that it was related. I, I want to say he said it wasn't related to the gas prices going up or or the economy I or the stress. He was saying that you know it, it it had some other correlation with something else with uh, actually you know absolutely no scientific evidence to back yeah. any of that up because there isn't any. But you know the reality is people who don't want to work and want to go rob and steal are looking for opportunity. You know mm-hmm. that crime and targeting is a crime of opportunity typically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You see a suitable target, you take advantage of mm-hmm. it. And um you know my boss who thinks that you know Biden is the greatest thing in in uh, you know since sliced bread Somebody stole every single one of her Christmas decorations out of her front yard. Okay. Yes. And I'm like, well, why, why are you mad? I mean, you like socialism. That's right. You have those. And I want some, too. So either we tear them in half or I take them. The, the yard sign. Have you mm-hmm. seen the thing on Facebook where there's a yard sign, right? And, and you have this yard sign and it's ripped in half and it says, welcome to socialism. <laughs> half the no, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know that you have an argument for that. I mean, she was very upset that her Christmas decorations Mm -hmm. and and rightfully so, because you know what? She had those decorations when her husband was alive Mm -hmm. and her husband is now deceased. Mm -hmm. That was all she had. Mm -hmm. She put them out in the front yard 
and they stole all of them out of her yard. Mm-hmm. And it was only her yard. Yeah. So she was very upset because like people, yeah, yeah, because people on the street they didn't take everybody's stuff. They yeah. took her stuff. Yeah. And and I just and I didn't say anything, but I sat there quietly thinking. Hmm. I mean, um, well, that's... you know, I mean, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. You know, you believe in defunding the police, so don't call the police. Don't ask don't property ask crimes guys help. to, yeah. yeah. And uh, you believe in socialism, so they were only taking their half of that's what right. you had. What what you want? Um, so. Yeah. so I, you know, I I wish that I could feel more empathy about it. You know, and especially in the in the field that I work, in. and I do for those who are truly victims, for those who truly have nothing, mm-hmm. for those who are not out there doing things that are illegal, mm-hmm. um, for for those who do the right thing and have come from some poverty situation or some situation that hasn't allowed them to be able to get where they need to be or be educated, you know, get educated. But I have little sympathy for people who have an ability, who have a knowledge base, who have an education, especially a master's degree in my profession. And you still think that it's okay for an Irish white person Mm -hmm. to culturally appropriate a Spanish name and run for office. Let me ask you a question. Is your supervisor a millennial? No, actually, she's a little bit she's, older than me. She's okay, so probably she's, she's Gen X. Yeah, she's she's like maybe fifty seven, fifty eight. Wow. Because generally, that's the way millennials think. Mm-hmm. Millennials think socialism is, is socialism is way to go. I was speaking when I was a police officer. I was actually speaking to a fellow police officer, a millennial, and she told me she just wanted to try socialism for a little bit just to see how it works out. And you know, <laughs> if if we don't like it, we can always go back to capitalism. But let's just try socialism for a little bit. <laughs> That's what she told me one day. And this is a fellow police officer. So anyway. Well, you know what? Mm -hmm. And you're saying that. Okay. Okay. So you know how everybody's upset that we're running out of toilet paper and we're running out of paper paper towels and (laughs) and the beef prices are through the roof Mm -hmm. and this and that. Welcome to bread lines in the Soviet Union. Yes. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Um, That's exactly how it was where everyone stood in a line that was, you know, a mile long Mm -hmm. waiting for their portion of bread and potatoes Mm -hmm. because that's largely what they had. They really didn't have beef. Um, And, you know, that's, you know, they survived on on the minuscule Mm -hmm. amount of things that they were given. But you still have it better than they did standing in a bread line. Mm -hmm. But we're on the cusps, right? We're right there. Um, but it's something that millennials, that most, yeah, most millennials, millennials don't have don't. that understanding. Now, this lady, um, she has that understanding because mm-hmm. she actually grew up in a military family mm-hmm. and lived all over the world. Um, I don't know at what point she got to this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And, and what strikes me as odd is that there are several Gen Xers that are, and one may be a little bit older. She's probably 62, 63. They are all you know, uh, Bobby supporters, all of them, all of them. I don't understand it myself. And, uh, and I, and I, I can't, I literally cannot go into the parking garage without seeing a car that says oh. his little, you know, he's got one of his little stickers on mm-hmm. it. And I just, I don't understand. I, I, I never will understand. I don't want to support you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the thing. I think that those things are used as tools and stepping stones for us to get you where you need to be. I don't think that you should be sucking off the government's teat mm-hmm. the entire, your entire life. And when you make children who carry on that cycle, mm-hmm. that is a problem. And we have those people in our family, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and I didn't come from anything. I had to 
work three jobs, go to school full time, have, and I had four kids and, you know, graduating, go to school. I had my kids under my desk coloring while I was at school Mm -hmm. going to college because I didn't have daycare. Um, It can be done. It's whether you want it or not. Those things are not open to everybody. I didn't have the opportunity to do it quickly right out of the gate when I graduated from high school. It took me longer and it took me forever to finish my master's. I was the oldest person in my master's program. I was 50 years old graduating with people who were 21. I had one in my class that wasn't even old enough to drink. She did the uh, two where you graduate from high school with two years of college. Mm -hmm. So by the time she she got to her master's degree, Mm because she went straight through the, the last two years, she got to the master's degree. She wasn't even old enough to drink yet. And so we were all like, oh, we're going to go have a beer across the street or something. She couldn't go. So I, I was the oldest one. I didn't get an easy and fast route there. Sometimes you have to claw yourself to the top. That's exactly what I had to do. I'm no different than anybody else. I, you know, people are resilient. You are what you want. You, if you can dream it, you can achieve it for real. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't want that to be what people rely on for their entire lives. We're not trying to to uh, create an entire generation of handouts, and that's what we've done. Well, you, I, I was talking to when I was again back when I was uh, working for the department. I I was talking to one of our dispatchers one day, another millennial, and she told me that she also wanted to try socialism because she heard the officer talk to me about it, and she said, "You know, I think we should try socialism." And I said, well, "What is your reason behind it?" And she said, "Well, because I have student loans I want to be paid off." Because Bernie was promising to pay off their student loans with our tax dollars, you know. And I told her, I said, well, you know, the reason why I don't want that is because I don't want to pay for your education. How is that going to benefit me? Paying for your education because you don't want to get off your ass and pay for it yourself. Why do I want to pay for your education? Mm-hmm. And she goes, what do you mean? The government's going to pay for it. I said, how the hell do you think they get that well, money? They get the money yeah. It comes out of my pocket. So I don't want to pay for it. See, a lot of them miss the miss the boat completely. Mm-hmm. They're going to school for a reason. Why are they going to school? They get a better job. Mm-hmm. They get a good job. So what's going to happen once they get that good job? They're going to be paying for everybody else's education. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to be the ones sitting there griping and crying and moaning because now they're getting taxed to death to pay for all this free stuff that they wanted in the first place. They don't. Somebody get it. stole my Christmas decorations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they don't. They don't get it. They don't mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah. But you know what? On the student loan thing, so. I, you know, I, Abbott, I, I, I think Abbott has done some wonderful things. I voted for Abbott. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that I'm unhappy with the giving, uh, like, free education to mm-hmm. illegal, yes. illegal aliens. I don't aliens. think you should get it at all. Okay. Well. So I'm unhappy with that, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because when I – okay, I – your dispatcher, whoever it is that mm-hmm. is saying they don't want to pay their student mm-hmm. loans, that mm-hmm. somebody's going to pay them off. Okay, well, number one, nobody's going to pay those off. Okay, they're never going to do that. You know, even Biden has said, "Well, I might give you a ten thousand dollar drop." Well, whoop de doo. But I think that if you work in public service, the best that can be done is what they're doing now, is where those loans can slowly disappear. That's not even the argument that I heard though from the socialists I work with, mm-hmm. right? One, you know what one of the socialists said? She said, "Well, I paid my own student loans, so I think everyone else should pay theirs." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, but I thought you said you liked socialism." No. I've, you know, I, you know, have this bill. You can pay half of it. That's socialism. That would be right. You know right? what? If you could get her to pay half and her to pay half, 
then you don't have to pay it at all. That is a good idea. That's, that's what I said. So I'm like, you know, I don't understand why you're why you're unhappy. Yeah. You can pay six hundred, and I'll find someone else to do it, mm-hmm. or I'll pay the six hundred because then I don't have to pay twelve hundred. I'm still getting half of whatever you have. There you go. So, um, but you know, I I just I don't I think the lack of information that they're that they're willing to absorb, mm-hmm. they hear it. They don't process it. They don't want to know it. It's easier just to go along with people, you know, especially if you're a millennial. I don't have time for that. I'm, I'm too busy right now on Snapchat going, ooh, yeah, let me, let me yeah. dance on TikTok Yes, or right? with my, my mm, lips. Or Today's society picks and chooses what, you, what they, they want to learn. I mean, like we were talking about the, um, the experiment that mm-hmm. went on at Leon Springs yeah, Elementary School. I want to School. talk about that. I definitely yeah. want to talk about that. So do you want to introduce that? Um. In one of the schools, for one day, from what I understand, what they did was they segregated the children. Now, um, segregation was outlawed back, what, do you remember what year it was? In the like in the 60s. Early 60s. Yeah. I think it was like 64 or something like that. 63, 64. Um, something like that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you're not supposed to be able to segregate whites and blacks. But there's nothing that says you can't segregate blondes and redheads from dark-haired children. I didn't yeah, hear the so, whole thing. Um, so it was, even, it was even more in-depth than just mm-hmm. that. Okay. So they, the fair-haired children, mm-hmm. who would have been blonde and redhead, mm-hmm. typically white, were pushed aside to one side, right? And then the dark-haired children were yeah, on the other, right? Side of the room, right? Yes. Yeah. So what they did was, and this is not a new social experiment, because mm-hmm. we did this when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was done by eye color, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, either way, it still has the same effect. Mm-hmm. And I don't think ours was done to the degree that theirs was done. But this is where they actually told all the students that the children who were fair-haired or, or white mm-hmm. were not as intelligent as the dark-haired children. Mm-hmm. They had them clean up after them. Mm-hmm. When it was recess or playtime, they gave the fair-haired children games that were missing pieces so that they couldn't play. And they mm-hmm. gave the kids who were dark-haired full sets so that they could enjoy that. Mm-hmm. At recess, these children... Couldn't understand, you know, everything about the the fair-haired kids was said to be negative, right? They can't do this, and they can't do that, and they're not smart, and they don't, you know, everything downgraded them. And at recess, the kids were confused, and the kids were never told about it. The parents were never told about it. And, um, and then afterward, the children were told what was going on and that they wanted them to understand that this was racism. Mm-hmm. And, and they actually had them watch Spike Lee's movie for mm-hmm. little girls about the little girls that were killed in the Baptist church bombing, mm-hmm. which actually showed autopsy photos that the children were exposed to. Now, the teacher said that she fast forwarded through it, but the child who reported it to the parents who brought it to the news media, mm-hmm. she said, I saw those dead bodies. Mm-hmm. So, they, it, this was Northside ISD, okay, and they did this um, without permission. Now, it's important to understand that it goes way beyond just these, you know, because their argument was, well, we wanted the kids to see that racism is wrong, right? That empowering one group over another is wrong, right? Um, but it fits into the agenda because you're doing it with the white kids who are right now being in the media as the bad people, right? Mm-hmm. White people, the white male, white males over a certain age are the worst, right? So, um, so, but we need to understand that, you know, we've already had issues with teachers being told to uh, interject the critical race theory mm-hmm. in curriculums, Even right? And it's against so, the law in the state of Texas. Right. So in Texas, we've made mm-hmm. that illegal. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I was、uh, privy to some information where they had gone and attended a workshop, which was teaching them how to circumvent the curriculum to, you know, to inject. Critical race theory components、mm-hmm. into、uh, the education of these kids, and this is an example. Okay, so doing this experiment, okay, it's racist no matter what, right?、Mm-hmm. So I am a firm believer that there's no there's no such thing as racism and reverse racism. It's all racism. Okay, yeah, reverse racism. It does not matter. It's、yeah. still racism,、um, but it's also critical race theory.、Mm-hmm. And the parents, okay, so the the troubleshooter, because the troubleshooters did a special on this recently, right? And so he was very hesitant when he was questioned about going. You know, talking about the critical race theory. His thing was the parents didn't have a choice; they weren't told, they weren't informed, and the kids were felt. You know, the kids were made to feel this way. You know, negative way. And so the parents didn't want to. You know, who I noticed that the father was appeared to be white, and the mother appeared to be Hispanic, and. They didn't say anything about the critical race theory either. I don't know if they even realized that that was the way that they circumvented、mm-hmm. this.、Um, but their concern was that their child was traumatized because their daughter and the other children who were treated badly, who had to clean up after these kids and treated like servants, they didn't understand. You know,、um, it's kind of like and and see, the, I find it wrong on so many levels. When kids are little, right? They don't understand color.、Mm-hmm. They just don't, right?、Um, their best friend could be a different color than them. Their skin colors are different. They don't understand that. It's something that people learn. It's something we teach them, right?、Mm-hmm. And so, when you have these kids who were in—I I, want to say the kids were in the fifth grade, so they were about ten years old,、mm-hmm. maybe. You got now. You have destroyed a ten-year-old,、mm-hmm. telling them you're nothing. You're not as smart as those kids over there. You're not. As, I don't. Okay, so you know how he was talking earlier about the Stanford prison experiment, where you know they they were using human subjects, right? So now, if you go get a doctorate or you get a master's degree and you have to defend a thesis in any way, and and you're trying to you know get get things done, or you want to do research, so usually a doctorate, so you have to have. A review of the research that you intend to do, if it uses a human subject, and you must go to your internal review board at the college and show them and present to them what it is you're proposing, and what are the lasting, what's the lasting impact、um, or potential impact for human subjects.、Mm-hmm. And there's a reason because things like the Stanford Prison Experiment, those people, there were people who were actually beaten. Mm-hmm, and、yes. abused by the guards because they took on the role of overseer、mm-hmm. of you know of Overlord, slave、yeah. and master right、mm-hmm. and so we don't want to we we don't want to hurt humans and anything that it, you're going to gain research on a human subject should go through an internal review board、mm-hmm. this did not happen you know this granted there wasn't any research but where's the district in this and Northside is saying okay well we're not going to do it again well it's okay but you did it already yeah and they and get this they had five classes I think they said of fifth graders that they did this to wow and yes and one one of the teachers they、mm-hmm. had they had all the teachers that teach fifth grade well、mm-hmm. you know when you were in middle school how many teachers taught fifth grade probably five six teachers、mm-hmm. taught fifth grade right okay so one of the teachers said I'm not going to do this. Only one, and kudos for that teacher、yeah. who said, "This is BS. I'm not doing that." But that's part of this troubleshooters investigation、okay. that came out. So I highly recommend you see that these this 
can leave a longer impact than we know because mm-hmm. kids internalize those things. And so if you had a child that maybe already had a weight issue and, you know, or was having some sort of eating, eating issue going on, um, and then you told them, you are, you know, you're no good and you're not as smart as that one and you're this. And they internalize that there. You know what I mean? Because at, by the time you're 10 years old, all of that formation of self, especially in a, in a family that's not the best family and that kid that maybe doesn't get, because not all kids are going to get, you know, 100% parent involvement. It's going to be positive. Sometimes, you know, like you have a precious, right? Mm-hmm. You have that yeah. child. Yeah. And in the first 10 years of their life, you know, they've been raped by their dad. Yeah. Um and then you have this experiment that pushes it over the edge. And I just, I, you know, I would absolutely be livid. I would hire a lawyer. I would sue the district. Definitely. Um, and I would take this all the way up to the governor's office. I would be raised in hell with mm-hmm. the governor to come in here and send the, the attorney general in here to do something against Northside for doing that. Yeah. Um, because it's way beyond the, I would sue for damages, for pain and suffering, because if my child experiences any kind of mental health issue due to what you did to him, mm-hmm. this is what we're, you know. There's so many, there's so many things in our, our environment, just living day to day, that impact people's mental health. To go out of your way and screw with the child's mind like they did is just beyond it. There's no measure that would be punitive enough for the people who did this. No. Um, no, yeah, but if my kid needs some mental health services or counseling because yeah. of this, you're going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. And that's why I was said yeah. I would 100% that I would be the first one on the bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what do you think that the people who are pushing that is actually going to say? Do you think that they'll actually uh, allow something like that to go? As far I, as I, I mean, let, let's think about mm-hmm. this. Why was it there in the first place? Somebody's pushing it. Oh yeah. Well, and, and I mean, th- this has been kind of the the thing all along. It's the critical race. They're they're actually doing that in the mm-hmm. military. Mm-hmm. But see, this is the narrative. This is what they're pushing. Mm-hmm. And then you have the activist judges and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you honest? I mean, I, I honestly, I could see people trying. I don't know if it'll go. I don't know. This I don't know the if they will allow it to go. The uh, the education. The the what is it? The TEA. The yeah. teacher, yeah, the Education Association. Okay. They're but, the ones that the teachers' union, because mm-hmm. they're traditionally left-leaning. Yeah. I mean, let's yeah. be real. Um, they are the ones who are pushing this. They're the right. ones that put on the conference that involved the social workers saying, this is how you circumvent right. the curriculum. And, so they're the ones that did this unbeknownst. They didn't have the blessing of the superintendent of the district. So that's where these parents are going to have some sort of, of uh, payout because the, they weren't – they made the decision within that school to do that to – you know because it's the – you know, that curriculum gets reviewed by the principal and administration, right? But it never goes beyond that if they, unless they think that there's an issue. So, But think about, think about this. Think about the governor and his transgender bat- battle here lately. Mm-hmm. Now, think about this. Would you consider – something like that to possibly be abuse of those children would that be abusive of those children that that you talked about the school doing because i would i think it's abuse and i I think the same thing if you have uh i know uh sometime back that lady you know fighting with her husband about i think it was seven year old or something like that trying to get him in the transgender hormone therapy yeah is that not really abuse? that's abuse because i mean let's face it the the kid is still figuring out who well, he see, or she is. If, I mean, if if a child, 
not not a, not an eight year old or ten year old child or even younger mm-hmm. comes to you and says, "Hey, um, you know, they're obviously a little boy. Hey, I want to cut my penis off and I want to become a girl." Yeah. Tell them, you know what? Why don't you wait till you're eighteen, and then you'll be able to make your own decision and you can you can decide then whether you want to do it. Don't push it on your children. Right. You know. So let's that's see, let's see. The question would probably be, where did they come up with that idea? Yeah, I know. And, and that and that's my point. That's my point right there. Because they sh- oops, they shut him down over that. Mm-hmm. Because I think uh, the court just recently told him that because he was actually going to investigate that as abuse. Mm-hmm. And that's where the controversy comes in. Should you send people to the house because the parents are pushing their kids to chop off their penises or, or sew on a penis? Okay, but, right? but, but think about this, okay? And I, I remember hearing about this on the news not, mm-hmm. too, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, a little bit, little bit ago. There's a couple of people who believe in free-range children. In other words, they kick their door out the, their kid out the door okay. and tell them to go down in the park and play. Okay. 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 Whenever I was a kid, I used to do that. I used to do that too. I, I think we all used to do that. We yeah. used to go, yeah, I mean, go play. So we'd yeah. go play, right? Mm-hmm. But these people ended up having a case brought on them because they did. I wasn't here in Texas. I think it was okay. someplace up north. Mm-hmm. But they actually had a case brought on them. You mentioned something earlier I wanted to talk about uh, real quick. Um, it's taught. Hatred, racism is taught, whether it be taught from you're watching television shows that, that teach it all the time. Um, there's a couple of shows that I won't watch anymore. My wife and I started watching. I won't watch them anymore. And it's simply because the uh, uh, black person says something like um, uh, something negative against uh, about Trump. I don't want them to talk about positive. Don't talk about negative about Trump or positive, negative or positive about Biden. Stay out of it. Just want to watch the damn show. Um, and then and they think it's funny to make fun of Whitey. Mm-hmm. But if you make fun of if you make fun of a black person, all of a sudden you're racist. You make fun of Whitey, it's a joke. So I've, there's a lot of shows I stopped watching. Well, one day I was I was on duty. I was working. Oh, I was off off duty. I was working at Walmart. I'm standing up against the wall, you know, just watching the people come in and go out, come in and go out. This happens several times, but one of them sticks out in my mind. A a young boy. I want to say he's about six or seven. Um, is holding his mommy's hand as they're walking in the front door. The little boy waves at me. You know how kids wave with their whole body. His whole body is moving back and forth. So I wave at him, and, you know, he sees me there in uniform. He's like, you know, waves at the officer. I wave back at him. His mom feels his body moving, turns, looks down, smacks him on the back of the head. Don't wave at him. He's a cop. It was a black lady. Hmm. So this is what I'm talking about. It's taught, right? Whether you're Hispanic and you don't like cops because you've had a negative encounter with cops, don't teach your children to not like cops. Cops, for the most part, are not here to beat the living crap out of your children. They're here to bring people, whether it be your children or other people, bring them to justice and let the court decide. Don't fight the cops. Don't give the cops a reason to have to tackle you down. But to teach your children... Don't wave at him because he's a cop. It's just wrong. You're teaching your children to be disrespectful, and your children will have a negative encounter with a cop at some time because of what you taught them. It's just going to happen. Right. So, well, I mean, and the law says you don't have the right to refuse uh, even even a, uh, <clears throat> uh, an arrest that's not legal. But mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter because they're they're not concerned with the law. They're concerned with that. They're, they're, don't you know. yeah, don't wave at the cops. <clears throat> I have to you hate the cops. Sorry, you ever see the movie Idiocracy? You gotta watch it. I, 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 watch the opening of it. I'm seriously watch the opening, please. It is so hilarious, and it's such a statement of our times. If you can just Google idiocracy, have you seen it? 
No, I haven't. I remember when the movie came out, but I've never seen it. Go- Google it and just watch the opening. You don't even have to watch the rest. Just watch the opening, opening. Mm. please. Yeah, and then look at the movie that won the Oscar in that in Idiocracy. Mm. There's a movie that won the Oscar. Yes. <laughs> We're there. We're there, dude. I'm telling you. We I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'll watch you it. you got to watch well. I mean, it's just like five, five minutes. When you see watch it. the opening. That's all you got to do. Please. Yeah. When you see it, you're going to be like, oh, my God. Yes. This is what's happening now. now yes. Well, um, the main thing, I, we've been we've been talking about a whole bunch of different subjects. We've been hitting a whole bunch of different subjects. The main thing I wanted to talk about is what I'm feeling myself, and I know other people, lots and lots and lots of other people are starting to feel it as well. They're feeling the the um, the vice tightening around them. They're they're struggling to make it from paycheck to paycheck to pay their bills, to put gas in their vehicles, to drive to work, to pay their bills, to have an empty bank account three or four days later after they you know. And and I know other people are feeling it. And um, well, make make it short. It's it's because of what Biden did, but. I know people are feeling this, and I know you guys have got to see this yourselves. Uh, whether you're feeling it or you're seeing other people, um, I know I'm driving down the road. People are short-tempered. People are getting into um, uh, finger matches, if you want to call it. They're, they're telling each other they're number one. Um, I've seen people do brake checks on other people. I don't know if, if people out there are listening, you know what I'm talking about, brake check. It's when someone gets in front of you, hits the brakes, and you have to slow down before you hit them and drive, you know, drive the trunk up their rear end. Um, I'm seeing these things all the time. Um, I've had people um, try to run me off the road slightly, but I've had people try to run me off the road in my pickup truck just because they're so ticked. I drive slow, and I'm sure it pisses people off, but I'm not going to drive fast to make people happy. And, you know, they, they swerve around me in their Corvette or in their, their Nissan Altima, and they're just pissed, and they, you know, tell me I'm number one. You know, it's funny that you mentioned driving. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest stupidest things mm-hmm. that I see quite often mm-hmm. is people complain about aggressive drivers, complain about road rage, mm-hmm. and they're following the other person, and they will not stop following the other person. They're following the other person all around the city, and they're saying, he's road raging, he's road raging, he's road... What the heck is the one following doing? Exactly. Yeah. You know? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It, it, and it's... Yeah. It's all, yeah, it's, wow. Yeah, I, It's unbelievable. I, I see it a lot. As a former police officer, I know what you can and you can't do on the road, right? You can't drive on, on the shoulder. It's not legal to drive on the shoulder unless you have an emergency. Now, all these people out there who think, I'm going to drive on the shoulder, let the other people pass me up, you're being a kind person, you're being an idiot. You can get a ticket for that. You can't drive on the shoulder. So, again, I do the speed limit. Sometimes I'll actually slow down a little bit slower than I am so I can let them pass me up. As long as you pass up, pass me up when there's a striped line, not the solid line. I've had lots of people pass me up on a solid line. You don't want to do that. That's also against law. But um, yeah, I've I've had a lot of people, you know, tell me I'm number one. I've had, like I said, a few people try to run me off the road. Um, I haven't had anything bad, like people shooting at me yet, and I hope I don't. But um, I have heard of of it uh, happening recently. People shooting someone. Um, I think it was a mother not too long ago, or a woman not too long ago. They shot her in the head and killed her. Uh, the little boy in the back seat. He got shot and killed. Things like that. So, but I'm seeing this a lot. I, I mean, I don't know if it's related to that. I mean, I've I've had a few. You know, um, what I think about about road rage though is. Um, 
people are stressed out in general, mm-hmm. right? And life is stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, especially people who haven't had exposure to positive uh, ways to cope, you know, they don't they lack the skills for a positive coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and that's that's something that we learn as children. We learn that emotions are okay. We learn to name our emotions and we learn to identify emotions in others, right? And respect that. It's part of that that uh, young child, you know, growing process. Um, but a lot of kids, they don't have a normal um, section of time in their life when they've actually learned good coping skills, um, when they've learned that what I said and what I did made him cry. I, I, I can't say those things because they make people mm-hmm. feel hurt. Um, and so I think when people are stressed out and they have tension, um, no matter what that is, um, I, I mean, right now it's exacerbated because our economy is in such a shithole right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, thanks, President oh, Biden. I thought, I thought it was going um, great. <laughs> <laughs> Build back better, right? Haven't yeah. you seen that? I did <laughs> yeah. that yeah. on the gas pumps. <laughs> oh, God, it's so funny. So, uh, so I think uh, we're already, I mean, we're normally stressed out as people just trying to go to work, just trying to make ends meet, just trying to take care of the kids, take care of the dogs, do, you know, clean up the house, do the yard. We have stress no matter what. Life is stress. That's why, you know, it, it irritates me when I hear people just go, oh, I just have anxiety and well, okay, so what's happening? Uh, I don't know. I just, you know, I have, okay, like life is anxiety. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like you're not the only one that has that. Everyone has it. Um, but I think that road rage is a symptom of, of that. It's a result of that. And, um, you know, of not having an appropriate coping mechanism of not having an appropriate outlet of not recognizing, yourself. And the other thing is that people are empowered behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. Now I have control. Maybe you're not empowered at home or you're not empowered at work. But now I'm behind the wheel of this, you know, big truck, $5,000 or 5,000 pound mm-hmm. car or truck or whatever it is, you know. And uh, people are going to have to get out of my way because mm-hmm. I'm driving a Ford F250. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to move hey, hey, or hey, I'm hey. going <laughs> <laughs> to push you out of the way. Hey, you know? hey, hey, hey. Um, <laughs> I want to do that a few times. That hit a little too close to home. Um, Anyway, but but my point is like, um, you know, I think it's all in in having the coping mechanism and the Mm -hmm. tools to understand that and recognize it. It's also being self-aware. And most of us are not self-aware. We don't understand who we are and what our limitations are and what we – we're not honest with ourselves about who we are. And so you get behind the wheel, you feel empowered, you don't think there's anything wrong. That's why the people call you and say, I'm following this guy and he tried to run me off the road and I, I, I'm keeping up with him and they're racing in and out of traffic. It's because you're not self-aware that you're doing you're, exactly You're part that. of the problem. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. part of the problem. Stop following them. Uh, hey guys, we've been rambling for probably a couple of hours now and, and I don't mean to waste all your time. I know y'all went car shopping earlier and y'all need to get home. Y'all div- do live a long way from here. Uh, I don't know how you can afford the gas, especially in that big two, uh, F-250 you have. <laughs> I don't know how you can afford that gas. Um, it's my good looks. My good looks. Is it, yeah, probably part of it. Yeah, probably yeah, part yeah, of it. Trust me, no. Not. <laughs> people, so, like, people pay me not to, yeah, not to yeah. look at me. Though, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I can, like I said, I can barely afford it. I only, I only live a couple of exits away, and I can barely afford the gas, and I don't have a 250. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why we had to get the, the little the little car. eco-friendly car. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. No, it's not that. Not a hoopty. No, no. definitely not a hoopty. <laughs> definitely not. Trust me, that. I've seen hoopties. Yeah. yeah. This so, is just a little more economical. But, uh, yeah, so I want to go ahead and wrap this up. I, uh, you know, I, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you 
appreciate you speaking with me, and I can't talk today. <laughs> I'm too <laughs> tired, I guess. But I appreciate you guys coming in and speaking with me. And, uh, hey, guys, this is Ricky Midnight, um, and I am proudly unpoisoned. God bless America, and God bless Texas. Thanks for listening to The Uncensored Voice. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, on The Uncensored Voice, we tell it like it is. So be safe, my friends, and may God bless America. 